Hey, y'all, it's Noxie. Thanks for listening to the Detailed Solutions Podcast. And now, a little bit more about one of our sponsors. Alex, have you heard about the pain assassins on Facebook? No, Noxie, what's that? I'm glad you asked, you wrinkled little booby. Pain Assassins was started by a dude named Jason Bruno to where detailers can find the camaraderie that they're looking for without any of the negative trolling bullshit like other Facebook groups. Not only that, but they can compete with their work weekly, monthly, or yearly to win prizes. Oh, dude, and they make sick merchandise, so you always have fresh gear to wear. Whoa. <sighs> anyway, y'all want to check it out? Again, it's Pain Assassins on Facebook or Instagram. Check it out. Welcome to the Detail Solutions Podcast. My name is Alex Russell, and I'm your host. And it is Wednesday, so it's what's on your mind. Jason is with me this time. How you doing, buddy? Feeling better? I'm, good. I'm doing a lot better. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I missed, uh, out, what, missed out on four the... Four-day flu or something? Oh, that sucks, man. You missed out on a good one the other night. I did. With, with John. Right, I know, I know um so as always everybody please go like subscribe share the podcast tell all your friends about it um post it you know on the mountaintop whatever um we're trying to uh, build this thing up uh what's that the uh the discussion page detail solutions podcast discussion page on facebook that's a perfect place for you guys to go and message us or leave us comments about the podcast what you like what you hate um if you have any suggestions for topics or suggestions for uh guests that you would like to see us have on um that's the place to do it also it's a place where i um will post up when i'm looking for certain people um kind of like i did today uh threw up what we we're going to talk about um and uh you know just ask some people to reach out if they wanted to jump on so detail solutions podcast discussion page on facebook um go and join uh detail solutions podcast on instagram <clears throat> that's where we seem to get most of the international um uh people from that messages message on there so you could do that and then uh mte it's getting close getting excited so excited we didn't do that last week so excited <laughs> Uh, we're, we're, we're about we're about what's today's date the 22nd yeah almost almost a month so full month 37 days out yeah so uh no, mte no. sunny orlando well in january it's probably gonna be a little chilly uh but or um january it wasn't live uh, yeah yeah it was it I, yeah it was i wore i wore a hoodie um january 27th through the 29th if you're going to come uh go to the mobiletechexpo.com website purchase your tickets and at checkout use the code dsp15 that's d for detail s for solutions p for podcast one five 
and you will save 15% on your tickets um, purchases, whether it's for education days, expo days, or both of them together. Um, that's about it, I think, right? Yeah. Oh, t-shirts. Okay. Yeah. T-shirts. So, uh, uh, we made some cool t-shirts. Um, a couple of people have already, uh, bought them um one of our guests tonight is rocking his even though you can't see it so <laughs> he's still wearing it looks like it fits him fits him very well um yeah. they they I, i've got some good feedback on them so far so the link for that is in the uh detail solutions podcast discussion group um there's a pinned um post that has the link to uh, teespring where you can purchase the t-shirts and uh, there's also some hoodies there um and then uh you can go purchase bruno's pain assassins t-shirts too from him um he has the pain assassin den um where you can uh get all his merchandise he has a lot more cooler stuff than i do my t-shirts are just like this podcast no effort simple at all put into it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Simple and to the point is better. <laughs> simple to the point. <laughs> so, um, so man, it's, it's a couple of days before Christmas, Jason. Um, you know, typically this is the time of year that people get a little down, get, get depressed, get a little stressful. Um, as business owners, it's, it's hard, uh, this time of year as a business owner, um, it's hard being a business owner this time of year. Yeah. It's hard out there. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard out there. It's hard out there. Um, you know, it's it's end of the year. Um, you know, a lot of people are have got that end of the year kind of rundown, but yet they're you know they're trying to to you know hit their goals. They're they're striving mm-hmm. for it. Um, I was very fortunate this year. I mean, I typically try to take Christmas week off or or at least a good three days of it off. Um, I was very fortunate this year that, uh, I, I did my goal for the year at the end of October. Um, so at the end of, so at the end of November, I was well ahead of my goal and I decided I was going to throttle down for December. Um, I know there's a lot of detailers out there that are still grinding away, trying to, you know, get every last little bit job that they can right up until the 31st. I actually started throttling down, taking smaller jobs and pushing my bigger jobs into November. Um, so I have not worked this week. And then uh, with the purchase of the new vehicle, um, I'm taking next week off and I'm going to spend some time doing some um, protection on that. So I was fortunate enough to do that. But a lot of guys and gals can't and it happens. Um, so I wanted to kind of talk about that, you know, what do you do when you kind of get that, that rundown and you're not, you know, feeling like you can keep pushing through it or how do you push through it? You know, how do you reset your batteries? Um, if you get a little depressed or a little stressed out, you know, what are you doing to do that? Um, so, you know, um, we brought on a couple of guests. We've got, um, Manny Cruzado, is that, am I saying that right, Manny? Yeah. And um, yeah. so Manny is um, only been in business since April, so about eight months. So if anybody's feeling um, a little bit of stress, a little bit of crunch, it's 
you know, that first year, man, I listen, um, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be in your shoes and ever again, you know, <laughs> that first year for me was, man, it's, you know, it almost led to a divorce. Uh, you know, it was craziness. Oh, man. Um, you know, yeah. so, so, um, you know, more power to you. And then we've also got on, um, our good friend, Mike Hine and his lovely wife, Kinga. Kinga, you tell everybody, um, a little bit about what you do as a as a profession and why hopefully you'll be able to help us out here. Hi, everybody. I have been working as a mental health counselor uh, for the last 25 plus years. I started my work in the field of working with families and all of it was trauma-based. And eventually that work led to uh, working with adults and couples. And for the last 10 years, I worked with veterans, veterans returning from war or veterans returning from service and all of the things that go along with military life. Right. And that's awesome because a lot of our people in our industry are either vets, um, you know, somewhat disabled um, or fully disabled. I mean, Ted Ripley's hundred percent disabled, I believe, right. When we had him on, um, you know, so he's very limited. I know Jason, you have your partial disability, um, uh, um, just a little bit. I can't speak tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Partially disabled. <laughs> yeah. I sound I sound fully disabled right now. <laughs> <Can't talk. laughs> uh, so um so yeah, no, no, that's that's cool because hopefully maybe a lot of our listeners will be able to um you know take some of the things that maybe you say tonight and and whether they're you know, military or, or not, you know, be able to understand it. Um, so I'm just going to kind of throw it out there. I mean, you know, Manny, I guess maybe we could start with you. Um, being that you're new about it, you know, come this time of year, I mean, what are your feelings? I mean, are you, are you just, you know, rolling with the punches? I mean, is it kind of weighing on you a little bit or, you know, what are your thoughts in, in on it? I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm just glad I'm here at this point. You know what I mean? Like I've been doing what I'm doing. I mean, the beginning of this month, you know, um, I guess I I kind of felt the pressure, like, you know, I don't have any schedule, anything scheduled. Like, what am I going to do? Hey there, podcasters. What if I told you that there was a product out there that would knock out multiple detailing products? Not only is it the ultimate time and money saver, but produces amazing results and is versatile on almost every substrate. It can also be used in your home or commercial businesses. Gen KO is an all-around multi-cleaner capable of removing light to moderate water spots, grease, and grime. It's safe on surfaces including windows, door jams, paint, mat, PPF and vinyl, rubber moldings, plastic trim, and ceramic coated surfaces. My name is Jennifer Turcott, and after 22 years in the detailing industry, I'm so proud to have a product that is helping my fellow detailers around the world and others. I've tested Gen KO for more than two years before the final ready-to-use product was produced. I'm beyond happy when people reach out and tell me how much the Gen KO helped them, and it can help you too. To get your own, you can contact me directly or go to www.igocodingsusa.com, contact your local IGL distributor or installer, and pick your bottle up today. And don't forget to share your experience on social media using the hashtag Gen KO Mix. 
I guess, like they said, I just, you know, I was like, dude, I just got to trust the process and keep doing what I'm doing, you know? And I really like honed in on like, you know, the fact that, you know, I've whatever, how many Google reviews and stuff and I, and I've gotten good stuff and I'm like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Like I have, uh, like my mentality is I, I have, I can't fail. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, it's like put up or shut up. So I, I got to make it work no matter what. And I just kind of like, um, you know, I, I refuse to go back to, you know, where I came from. And interestingly enough, I had a call from my old job, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and they're like, we need you back. Uh, 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 what do you want more money? Uh, uh, you know, promotion. I was like, there's no way. And so I, you know, I kind of chuckled at that and I was like, there's no way. Yeah. Um, and, and it's just kind of like, like I said, it's just trust the process, man. I was going to keep doing what I'm doing. And sure enough, like, you know, I kind of freaked out that first week, but then the phone started to ring, you know, like <clears throat> that first week that I was free, like, I just kind of like went on the computer, you know, uh, um, started posting, started doing some more stuff, like, you know, calling people, seeing if they needed stuff, you know, ask and just went through it. And sure enough, you know, I got a couple of jobs here and there. I mean, you know, I'm not rolling in the dough, but yeah, uh, I'm grateful that I'm not struggling. You know what I mean? So um, I hit my goal, I guess you could say for this year in that, you know what? I made what I would have made if I was kept working at my old job. Nice. You know what I mean? And that for me was like, as long as I'm like, I could break even, like I'm good. So it's up from here. Yeah. And right. so I kind of just looked at it, you know, um, I, I guess if I focus in on all the slow days, you know, then yeah, you could really get depressed or whatever, but I'm kind of trying to be optimistic and like yeah. looking forward to, um, you know, just the growth from here. So I, I feel like I'm just starting out. Um, yeah. I, I mean, you feel that pressure, but like I said, the days that I have off and I'm free, whatever, I'm just kind of like, you know, going over my inventory, checking my prod, you know, my stuff. Like I went out the other day and I went to like a local body shop and I just kind of like offered my services. Like, you know, if you have any ceramic coding, just trying to build relationships and stuff. Right. I'm like, cause sitting in the house, you know, sitting in the house isn't doing me any good. So yeah. I got to get out there and I'm just, and then, you know, and I, just keep pushing. I kind of think there's two ways that you could stress about it, you know, as a business owner. I mean, you're either going to stress you know, the big stress is like, I don't have work coming in. Like, what am I going to do? Like, you know, like what you're saying, you know, first of the month, you weren't really booking anything. And it's kind of like, uh, okay, it's Christmas time. Like I need to book stuff. Yeah. You know, I've got to have money, you know, for Christmas and whatever. And then on the flip side, I see a lot of guys that, you know, are stressed out because they're, they're too busy, right? Like they're overbooking stuff because they don't want to turn work down. And, and, you know, I've, I've always been a, a, you know, I've, I've always said, I mean, even going back into my car wash time that, you know, I, I'm a fan of let's make hay while we can, right? You know, let's, because yeah. we might be eating, you know, Ruth Chris today, but we might be <clears throat> dollar menu tomorrow kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, I want to make hay while I can. And I think some guys are doing that and some gals, um, but I think you have to, learn how to manage it so that you're not, you know, overstressing yourself because now you've taken on all these jobs that you can't get done. Even if you have employees, I mean, there's, I mean, I've, I've seen some guys that, you know, and Jason, I know you, you've seen it this year, you know, a lot of the people that we know have gone from, you know, just themselves or themselves and a couple employees to like, you know, kind of big time. They've taken on these big shops. They've taken on these employees 
you know, that's another stressful thing too, that, you know, or another yeah. thing that leads to being stressed. Um, so I think there's a lot of ways, you know, that, that it can hit you. Um, and, and, you know, maybe Kinga, maybe you can chime in with, you know, like, what are some ways to kind of maybe control that stress level or, you know, that depression, you know, when you start feeling that tiredness or depression or whatever, what are some ways that people can, um, you know, kind of counter that or, or at least manage it a little bit? So when it comes to stress, one of the first things I look towards is self-care and I can't stress how important that is. Um, I'm not sure who in the audience is aware, but Michael and I invited our parent, my parents to move in with us for their end of life care. And my mom has Alzheimer's. My dad is starting a little bit of memory loss. And I'm very aware that when I am not at 100%, when I'm grumpy, hungry, grouchy, not taking care of myself, not asking for help. I don't have the patience that it takes to be present with them. And so when that begins to happen, <clears throat> I'm thinking I need to step back. I need right. to start filling my cup, right? Like here's, here's my cup, the heart, heart zone. Yeah. That is not filled. I don't have enough to share. I don't have enough to give. And so my question to myself and to all of those of you listening is what do you do to take care of yourself? I have certainly my answers. Michael has his answer. He goes out in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> That's his solitude. Right. But I have a variety. I, I go for massage. I go for acupuncture. I go to chiropractic care. I try to connect with my girlfriends and... <clears throat> have those crucial phone calls, even if it's not focused on me and what I'm going through, if I am present and receiving and sharing energy with a good friend, that fills my cup. Right. That gives me enough of a charge that I can go back home and say, oh, hey, mom and dad, how you doing? As yeah. opposed to, oh, Lord have mercy. Right, right. <laughs> And I think a lot of you can really resonate with that with, uh, you know, extrapolate that dynamic to your own family and households and your careers and your employers and employees and, and how, uh, how and what you're able to give on any specific day. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of a, a good thing too, because I think with a lot of us, you know, not me, because we've talked about this on the podcast, but a lot of detailers are, you know, doing this kind of early morning too late at night kind of deal and then you've yeah. got to go home and then do family things so there's not like what you're saying there's not a lot of time for self-care um or or even just a you know a good old woo-saw moment you know kind of deal <laughs> like um you know so you know i'm i'm thankful enough that i run my business the way that I want to do, I want to be just successful enough without being some of these guys that are shooting for the stars, because I'm happy with, you know, with what I'm, with what I'm making and what I'm doing. And that there's leads nothing me. wrong with shooting, shooting for the stars. You just got to do it. Well, there's there's in, not, in there's a healthy not, way. Right, you got to right. do it in a healthy way. Right. But what I was trying to yes. say is, 
is I, yeah. I can do it to where I can leave my shop at three or four o'clock in the afternoon. I can go pick my daughter up. I can come home and spend time with, you know, her doing homework or whatever before Michelle comes home and we start making dinner and then off to cheerleading, you know, or whatever. I mean, I can have those moments where, you know, for me, a lot of times my self-care is just, you know, if I can have at least a good 30 minutes plus just sitting on the couch doing nothing, like that's it for me, you know? Um, that's solitude. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's filling that cup. And, and so <laughs> That's like, um, I'm sorry. Uh, that's like what you said, though. Like, it, it. That's something that was important for me. I'm not like, yeah. Everybody wants to make money, but I spent so many years like working in my old job, crazy hours, and I worked the. I worked like every holiday because you know it was double time or whatever. You know, so for me, um, money isn't everything. And you know, right. like, the first couple of years of my my marriage, me and my wife, like, we fought a lot because I was never home. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like one thing for now, like I kind of got to change it up, you know, like, dude, my, you know, my hours almost revolve around my wife's job. I pulled a couple of those long, like days, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that sucks, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like I, like I pulled some like 15 hour days and then I was like done. And I was like, dude, I did this for too many years, man. You know? So for me, it's just about like freedom more than anything. And you know, I'm, you know, sometimes I work, sometimes I don't, but yeah. my home life is so much better now. And that's so. kind of the, I think that's the important thing. And we've mentioned it a few times on the podcast is it's, it's that work-life balance, right? Like you have to find that work-life balance because you can't be at one or the other too much, you know? Uh -huh. um, and then, and then, you know, in between there, you do have to find, you know, your, your time for yourself to, to mentally prepare yourself or whatever. Um you know, I, I don't know. I, I always say I'm, I'm wired differently. Um, I'm such an IDGAF kind of guy, like nothing, nothing gets to me. Nothing really bothers me for the most part. Um, and, and for me, it's, for me, it's hard to like, when people say that they're going through something, it's hard for me to, to be compassionate towards them because, you know, it's like water on a duck's back for me. Like it just rolls off. Like I don't, I just don't let things bother me. I don't, I don't, you know, I guess, you know, Mike might be able to understand it a little bit. Like we're kind of both from similar generations. Like you're kind of taught to just that, like, that comes with age, man. Right. But you're taught, but I've always, age. but I've kind of always been like that. I mean, you're just taught to like, yeah. you know, push that stuff to the side or push it down and, and you don't, you know, you don't deal with it. You don't bother with it. And I've been fortunate enough, it's never exploded, you know, like it's never come up and exploded because I just have that, you know, all my friends, used to, right. All my friends, all my friends were like, you know, they'd come to the house and be like, where's your weed stash? I'm like, I don't smoke. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, like, nah, like you're, you're way too mellow. You're way too calm to not have a weed stash. Like, where's it at? You know? And they're like, they're like opening doors in the house. So like checking on you know, underneath couch cushions and stuff. I'm like, bro, I've never smoked in a day in my life. And, you know, but like my friends always called me like the stoner who wasn't a stoner just because that's how my attitude is. And, and that's why, you know, I'd like to do something like this because it's hard for me to kind of relate to it. Um, because I don't, just, I just don't let it bother me. I don't stress out. I about wish it. I could be like you because, uh, and I, 
I, I think it has a lot to do with with my previous life uh-huh. and and the stresses that came with that and then the stresses that followed with that which you know turned into the depression and anxiety but right. you know, I, I i sought help and 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 went to therapy i actually had to spend three months at the va and did in-house therapy i lived there oh, therapy wow. every single day i did cognitive therapy which was pretty difficult but in the long run it helped but recently i've noticed the same pattern i noticed years ago so now i'm going back to get help so i think a part of of dealing with stress depression and anxiety is to have self-awareness you know be aware of of what's happening so you can take care of it before it gets to a point where you can't handle it anymore detailers are you tired of the outlandish and ridiculous claims that ceramic coating companies make Well, I'm here to tell you that HyperClean Dose is the coating for you. I put HyperClean Dose on my car and gave it some real-world testing. That means driving it around in the rain in Florida, getting mud, dirt kicked up on it. After six months of not washing it, I can tell you my car was looking pretty rough. But then when I washed it, everything just washed off the vehicle like you would expect it to. And the ceramic coating was still intact hydrophobics top to bottom, gloss and slickness, just unreal. So if you're looking for a two-year single coat, that's right, single coat ceramic coating, HyperClean Dose is the one for you. So go to the Detail Supply app today and pick up some HyperClean Dose. And don't forget to use the code DETAIL15 at checkout. That's DETAIL15 to save 15% off of your purchase. Can't agree more with you. It's yeah. it's it it starts change begins with awareness. And as soon mm. as you become aware of what are the triggers, what are mm. the patterns, then you can intervene. Yes. But I think once like you like once you once you know what your triggers are or or uh in in a detailing industry terms what the issues are as far as being a business owner once you find those problems you you can learn to fix them and and as soon as you can learn to fix them that's when you start lowering your stress levels that's when you start feeling not depressed anymore that's when the anxiety starts going away yeah you're 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 absolutely right and i think that's you know one of the things that helps me be a little more zen a little more calm is you know coming from the car wash where you know it was you know seven in the morning to seven at night and i was responsible for you know this company you know the way that it ran from mechanical wise in the tunnel to chemicals being you know making sure chemicals are there to scheduling employees to dealing with clients or you know customers that came through um that was a little more stressful. I mean, again, it it didn't bother me as much, but one of the things, you know, that I, that I talk about, you know, not working as much at the shop is that's kind of my way of being able to do that is to dial it back. And, you know, I can say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm only, I'm only booking, you know, one job today. And if it's just an interior detail or something that takes me two or three hours, then that's fine. I don't try to double stack and kill myself. I'd rather just do it, 
go home. I have that, that time to myself. I have, you know, could do stuff around the house that makes the home life easier because I can do stuff around the house, take some stress off of Michelle, um, you know, be able to do things with Haley that, that helps out. Um, so that was, I guess, one of the things leaving the car wash and starting my own business that I, that I recognized was that I didn't want to be a 10 hour a day working person anymore. I just wanted yeah. to do enough to make, you know, a, when to shut off. Right. Right. And I've been very fortunate enough to be able to, to only work minimum hours and still make a decent living. And again, I could go out there and work double and make double, but then, you know, where am I going to be mentally? Where am I going to be in my health? Um, so, you know, if I can make X amount of dollars and I'm living a pretty damn good life, I'm good with it. I think like one of the things that's helped me out, um, at least from a business perspective is that like, I don't listen to other like detailers. I listen to a lot of like business people, you know what I mean? Yeah like from different industries, you know what I mean? I want to see like, I don't care what business you have. If you're successful, you're successful. There's like, and you know something I don't, you know what I mean? And so that's kind of like, you know, when I, when I first had the thought of going into business, I was like, all right, I have a pretty, like, I have a you know, pretty decent idea of what I have to do as far as the work, but I got to learn how to run a business. And so, like, I reached out to, like, realtors. I reached out to, like, you know, one of my wife's friends, like, she owns a tree cutting business. You know, her son owns a tree. And, like, I just want to, like, listen, man, teach me how to run a business. Like, okay. I got to learn all the ins and outs. Like, I didn't know anything about, like, I set up, you know, accounting. And, and they told me, like, what to do. And I went and then I added, like, the business stuff to the detail. Yeah. You know? And so um, I know it's, like, a topic that's always brought up, like, you know, grinding whatever x amount of hours and that's cool and all man but at at the same time like i got like you said you gotta have that work-life balance and just yeah i I just really started like i focused in on business as opposed to just you know sitting there detailing for hours on end so right and one of the things that rennie doyle always says that i think a lot of people listen but don't hear is is he says you have to start being an entrepreneur and stop being a detailer when you're doing this, because that's, that's kind of the thing is we're all detailers and we want to be detailers and we don't learn, you know, like what you were talking about, Manny, like going out and learning how to do the business side of it. And we just become detailers. And then that's, I guess, maybe another thing that could lead into stress or, or, you know, worrying or depression or whatever is because, you know, you might be the best detail in the world, but if you can't run your business, you know, how are you going to make money? You know, um, terrible business, man. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, so I think it's, I think it's, I think it's awesome what you did, Manny, by going out and and talking to your friends and, and people Mm -hmm. that you know, that, that could give you some tips and tricks and the business side so that you could, you know, manage both of that. Um, you know, because I think a, a lot of people are, you know, especially people with employees, if you're, if you're still in the shop working when you have employees, then are you a boss? Or are you an employee? You know, the bosses should be in the office, scheduling the appointments, taking payments, you know, doing that type of stuff. Um, and, and, and 
that's another thing. If you're in the shop working instead of building your business, that's going to, um, that's going to lead to stress and depression and yeah. all that other stuff. Alex, I'd like King God to talk from, share some of the, share, share her experience. So, um, a year plus ago during the height of COVID, Kinga's uh, was working for a not-for-profit um, uh, veterans organization and, and they scrapped her program and let her go. So my thing was, Kinga, you can do really well in telehealth. And I think I would like Kinga to um, speak. Stay here, I'll go take care of it. Um, I would like Kinga to speak from that position and what she went through, because there's a lot of detailers that um, are going through Christmas and New Year's in the North, particularly. Right. Okay. You know, we're in the dead of winter. I mean, and today was 24 degrees high temp. And I want her to speak to that. To the, Be right there. I'd like Kinga to speak to what she went through so that some other detailers can get some incentive because she's gone from really well or, you know, she was down. She was, yeah. she was, she was at a low point. Um, she went to work as a subcontractor and then she, she already had a business and she'll be right back and she can speak to that. Unfortunately, our company is kind of, <laughs> but I think that's really important for other detailers, particularly in the North to that guy that's going to listen to this podcast tomorrow. I want him to see hope and pride. Right. And listen, it's not, not just necessarily the ones that are in the North here. You know, I mean, I was talking with, with our good buddy, Rudy today, you know, and I mean, he's yeah. kind of going mm -hmm. through some stuff because, you know, he's got some issues going on over there. And then of course it's, you know, it's, it's winter time, you know, so I mean, it's, you know, snowing, you know, he's not as busy. Um mm -hmm you know and then it's and then it's, you got a potential shutdown yeah they've got a potential shutdown looming you know and and all this so you know that's another another thing you know that we could talk about too is getting on with the covid stuff but but yeah king I'd, I'd love to hear you know about your 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 story your thing you know that, that could help everybody is your car detailing website crashing and burning Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. You're putting the pedal to the metal, but not seeing the leads you want? Bingo. Keep your detailing website out of the danger zone. Yes, sir. Detailers Roadmap is the premier web service for detailers. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guy. Now, what is it with you? We build punchy marketing campaigns and cost-efficient websites for detailers designed to get you leads and generate traffic. Custom-built websites start at just $99 a month. I feel the need. The need for speed. And unlike other developers, we only work with one industry, yours. Stay out of the danger zone. Danger zone. 
Yes, sir. And cruise on over to DetailersRoadmap.com and see how we can push your leads into overdrive. Talk to me, Goose. That's DetailersRoadmap.com. DetailersRoadmap.com. Roger. So it's been an interesting journey. Um, the last 10 years, I've worked with veterans directly. And about two, two and a half years into my first employment, working with veterans, the program shifted, and then I became the director and ran that program. And then financial cuts hit and the program stopped. So I sidestepped to another organization doing the same exact thing. And what I was doing there is building community. That's actually one of the things that helps veterans. Veterans speak the same language, whether you're in Air Force, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, it, it, Army, it doesn't really matter where you served. Right. Binds you together is that common language. Veterans like being with veterans. So, for those of you out there who are working in this world, seek out the other veterans doing the similar things that you're doing. Together, you will find common ground and will be able to support one another. Isolation is one of the worst things that happens to humanity. Uh, human beings are not wired for isolation. And there's a difference between isolation, loneliness, and uh, solitude. I'll, and, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But building community is a place where you can hang out, you can shoot the breeze, you can play music, whatever it is, and then go. That small amount of time fills the space in your heart. Right. That allows you to give more of yourself. So after I got laid off the fourth time in my life, it was like, okay, Michael, here it comes. We were about to do the basement and I'm like, well, I think it's going to be my office. He definitely encouraged the telehealth. I had actually preferred telehealth unbeknownst to me uh, after COVID hit. Uh, right. I had to make a, a real quick adjustment, serving the clients that I was serving. How am I going to do this? I can't abandon them. What are we going to do? And it turned out that telehealth actually worked better for me. It was an adjustment. There's a six month adjustment period, no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Sort of buy into that when you're struggling. It's about, okay, I know this was supposed to be hard. I'm, I'm going to just care for that youngster within me to make sure that she or he is going to be okay, because it's going to be a rough six months to a rough year. And that goes up and down depending on the field that you're in and what it is that you're doing. Right. There are absolute days and weeks where I don't get enough dopamine. What do I mean by that? Michael talks about dopamine where he finishes a car, he's working with his hands and it looks beautiful and he gets that shot of dopamine. I get that dopamine in a weird kind of way when I have a session with a client and it's like a eureka moment, there is insight, there's understanding, there is self-acceptance, self-awareness. That would be my dopamine where my client connected with him or herself. And as a result of me walking a path with them, 
I'm not giving them anything they don't already have. I am walking with them so right. they are not alone. And within themselves, there's this revelation. When that revelation happens for the client, it's as powerful for me as it is as powerful for them. Typically, it's more powerful for the client, but I get to be a part of that energy field that they're experiencing. Right. There are weeks that go by where I'm just like, oh my God, am I the right therapist for this person? Is this really going to work? But then the week after, it's like the eureka moment happens and it's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's that leap of faith, right? We have to believe in ourselves. We have to believe in the quality of our work. We have to believe in our training and, and to just keep that faith that I am enough. I am of substance and what I have to offer is valuable. And I think that kind of really like, as you're describing that I'm thinking to, you know, my work in the detail, you know, I mean, there's plenty of times where, you know, I'm staring at paint and it's not doing what I want it to do, you know, and it's, you know, like, we got, we got to do this. But like you said, you just, I have to trust myself. I have to trust my training that just because it doesn't look right after the first step, let's wait until we're done with steps two and three and pull it out in the sun or put a light on it, as we say. Um, so you're absolutely right. I mean, just by what you're saying, I can, I can communicate that to with what I'm doing and, and, and you're right. It's mentally, I have to keep trying to tell I have to tell myself like, like stop worrying about right now. Like we still have two or three more steps to go before this is done. Just trust the process, trust your training, trust your instincts. It's good stuff. It's that leap of faith. That's hard to buy into. Yeah. It's the grind also, you know, it's, it's, you know, as I go back, I spent 20 years in business before I moved into management and it's the grind, you know, it's, I had two kids, Columbus, Ohio, and I'm framing and trimming houses and I'm running low on work. And it's the grind. It's yeah. stopping at every site, handing a business card out. It's the grind. And sometimes it's, you know, when you brought this up today, Alex, I couldn't think of it from a detailer's position because, you know, I'm I'm a pro hobbyist or enthusiast right. with detailing and detailing secondary to me. Um, but the grind of being in business for yourself, I've experienced. I've experienced running low on work. And what do you do? I've got to feed my family. And it's it, it's it's the mental grind that beats you down. Right. But you have to keep your eyes open and you have to keep your faith there. Right. No, exactly. And, and I think everything you're saying is, you know, listen, I mean, I think this could be one of those, those podcasts that's, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be detailing related. I mean, it's, you know, doesn't matter what, what you do. We all feel like this or get like this from time to time. Um, 
and I think it's, I think it's great information, what, you know, you guys are, are kind of putting out there. And so hopefully somebody's going to, to get something good out of this. I think so. I mean, yeah. like I said, I've been in therapy and I, a long time and I'm hard. I, I still, like I said, I was ready for this one. You see me taking notes. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I will always, I will always be open to, to new methods or, or how I see other people handling their stress, depression, right. or anxiety, because in the beginning I was very against it. I was very like, I, I do not want therapy. I do not want to do this. And it was hard. It's hard to accept reality. It is hard to accept and, 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 and get that self-awareness because nobody wants to, you know, stay, uh, or feel vulnerable because right. that's how I felt. I always felt vulnerable. So, right. you know, um, like <clears throat> Angel was saying, uh, find somebody with common ground and, and get with that person and talk about stuff because that, that really helps. Yeah. I've been to VFWs talking to other veterans and that was, it was great. Yeah. It was great. So and talk that, to other detailers. That, and that, yeah, I mean, talk with other detailers because, I mean, detailing, and that's why I think, I mean, again, I don't, I don't have a lot of knowledge of, you know, the the guys who, you know, got out of the military and do this. It just seems to be kind of that thing, right? Like military guys, for some reason, get into detailing, which is awesome. Um, it's but therapeutic. The, right, but there's that there's that kind of that common ground, like Kinga was saying, like, you know, find a, find, you know, that you guys all speak the kind of the same language. Well, so do detailers. We all speak the same language um, yeah. for the most part. I mean, terminology is a little, you know, we've had our issues with terminology <laughs> and everything, yeah. but, but for the yeah. most part, if you say a, an enhancement or a correction or a polish or whatever, people know what they're talking about. So it can be the same thing, like find detailers who, maybe you connect with or click with. Um, and that's one of the things I think, you know, Jason is great about the pain assassins page is because everybody who's in that group, um, you know, we, yes. we build each other up, you know, yeah, there's the, the big brother, little brother, you know, shit talking kind of rising ball busting type deal. Um, but at the same time, like we, for the most part, all have each other's backs where, Hey, that looks great. You know I mean? Yeah. There's going to be the occasional put a light on it. Um, but for the most part, we're all congratulating each other. We're trying to build each other up. We're trying to help each other. And, and not that there aren't any other detailing groups that don't do that. I'm just saying that because that's the, the one that, that we mainly are a part of. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's a good, a good, you know, piece of advice from Kinga is, is if you're having these issues or these um, thoughts or whatever, you know, is reach out to some of the detailers that you, you know, link up with or, or connect with or whatever. And, you know, just have a chat, you know, listen, yeah. I'll, I'll put it out right now. Um, I don't have a lot of friends in the way of like, close to me right like i don't i don't hang out with a lot of people close to me um my friends are you guys and the groups and listening to this podcast the people that i can make phone calls to the people that i can text to 
Um, so I'll put it out there right now. If anybody ever feels like they need to talk, I'm always down for a text or, or, you know, I mean, hell, sometimes I've even told people like, you know, just call me. Cause you know, I don't mind texting if I'm just like sitting on the couch TV in the background. Um, but sometimes, you know, and, and Mike knows this, um, cause I'll call Mike and be like, dude, I'm not texting you. Let's just talk it out on the phone. Like, you know, like I, don't, I don't have time to text right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll put it out there. If anybody ever needs to, to talk or just wants to, you know, shoot the shit or whatever, like, you know, you could reach out to me on messenger or whatever. And, uh, and I'll always message back. So yeah. And I, I think that's, oh, I'm sorry. I think that's one of the good things like I did in the beginning, like I messaged you. And, you know, I, I know I also like, I linked up with Marty, whatever, like I called him a couple yeah. times because like I said, I, I was just shooting from the hip, you know, I think I messaged Jason too, like just trying to talk like, you know, what would you do in my business? You guys, you guys have kind of been down the road, you know, you started your business already. So, right. I mean, I could spitball ideas off of you, you know, a couple of things like, you know, we we're talking about earlier about, how I was thinking, um, you know, about doing dealerships and stuff and you just give me different ideas and things to think of that I wasn't even remotely thinking about. And right. so, um, you know, and it helped me kind of like navigate, you know, and, and, and I guess kind of ease that, that struggle of the beginning. I was like, you know, like, how am I going to figure it out? Well, you guys gave me some tips and stuff and just kind of like motivated me, you know? Awesome. And so it did help me where now I can kind of be like, all right, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. And it's, so I, I always kind of, no, I have that uh, that that line to reach out to, even though, you know, like you, I don't I don't really talk to a lot of people, but you know, I don't have a lot of friends. And stuff, so, um, but it, it's all good, you know. So it, it's always good to know that you know you got someone you can message or call or whatever, and you know, yeah. And I, I, you know, people that that they could just be straight honest with me, telling like, no, you're wrong, like don't do that or whatever. Right. Like somebody you can reach out to, and, you know. And, I, and the one thing about detailers is, is I've never really heard of a detailer turning down another detailer that needed to ask questions or talk. Um, now, there are some of the detailers that are at a level that they're at that just, you know, their phone is constantly nonstop. And sometimes they can't just get to everybody. And that's understandable. But for the most part, you know, every detailer is usually, you know, good with, with talking with other detailers and trying to help them out. Um, Kinga, you wanted to say some, something else? Yeah, I, um, I wanted to point out the use of language. Frequently, we are at a loss for what language to use when we want to connect with somebody, we want to reach out, where we're not sure what we need, we want validation, we want to vent, right? So how do we even introduce that? How, how does Joe B reach out to Alex and they don't know each other, but Joe really needs to connect with somebody and he's decided he's going to reach out to Alex. What is he going to say? Alex, you don't know me. Yeah. I'm struggling. Alex, you don't know me, but I need to vent. I'm a fellow detailer alex or mike or jason or monty or monty or right like manny whatever it is that 
whoever you connect with, it's, yeah. it's the language of, I'm not sure what I need, but I could use somebody to talk to. Right. I don't know a single person who would not respond to a request to make a human connection. Mm. Even for those of you who are staunch solitude, staunch isolationists, right? If somebody's reaching out to you, I just don't know very many human beings who wouldn't reach back. Yeah. Exactly. And and I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, the quickest way to get my attention is just tell me how awesome I am or how much you love this podcast <laughs> or how much better than Aaron Knox that I am. I mean, that I'd like, I'll, I'll stop polishing. I'll, I, I mean, I'll message you right back if you tell me any of those things. There um, is a quick, there is a quicker way to get your attention. How's that? Jason will get a chuckle out of this. Give you a bad review. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah but let's not it. let's not do that though, because that will do it. Then that's a whole that's a whole process. That's we got to do a podcast about it. And it like, <laughs> then we got to become friends and talk every day. Like you know, like just just tell me I'm better than Aaron Knox and, and really, like, you know. So now that you know that there's this opportunity to reach out to one another. There's also this second layer of listening to the message and listening to the meta message. So this is where as a therapist, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I'm listening for what's happening underneath what you're telling me. Right. So I'm reaching out to you because I want to vent, but underneath that, maybe I'm in emotional pain. I am terrified. I am scared. I'm not going to make payroll. I'm terrified. I'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage, right? There's all these other things that are just under the surface that we don't necessarily listen for. But if we do, then it becomes much more clear. So if any of you receive one of these calls from your fellow colleague, then certainly listen for that meta message, the sub message, right. right? The embedded message in the language that we don't necessarily listen for, but that, that becomes the key to building a connection. It becomes the key to building community and it reduces isolation, right? So for those who are struggling with loneliness, there is nothing better to counter loneliness than to reach out and help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So put yourself out there, make yourself available to help another human being because A, it's going to help you and it's going to help the other person. Right. Now you're building community. Now you're becoming stronger together. You're no longer just one individual. Together, we're always stronger. Right. Exactly. I think that's, uh, I think that's good. Good advice for sure. Um, okay. I don't, I don't have anything else. Does anybody, <laughs> anybody I else have Marty anything? Hill would be really, I think Marty Hill would be really impressed with how many times King has said community. I know, I know, I know. I know. Every time he said community. I know for a minute there, I, for a minute there, I thought we were on the Pines and Polishing podcast. <laughs> 
I was gonna yell community, but I was like, Alex is gonna kill me. It's the wrong podcast. Listen, every I time have she's a couple every, more pieces, if every, you're interested. Yeah, no, 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 keep going, keep going. All right, isolation is enemy number one. Okay. So for those of you who are gung ho isolationists, that's when you want to reach out to at least one other human being. It doesn't take more than that. If you have one human being in your corner, that can be the um, the, the life rope. Uh, right. The, the, when you throw something out to, to save a person in the ocean. Lifesaver. Lifesaver. <laughs> no Marines, no, no Navy, right? Yeah. No, we're regular. Army. Um, that can be the life preserver that you end up throwing that individual. Connecting with friends, family, other veterans, other like-minded people, even if it's one, you start the building of community. There's a difference between solitude and loneliness. For those of you who truly enjoy that quiet time by yourself in the shop, like my husband, Mike. That's me too. That's solitude, Mm -hmm. right? That fills the heart. When you come back in from the shop, you are that much more open and able to share of yourself. Yes. Solitude is very different from loneliness. Loneliness indicates isolation. It indicates disconnection. So if you are one of the lucky ones who have found solitude, reach out and offer um, connection to others who might be on the lonely side. Okay. Self-care. I can't say this enough. Find out what your self-care is. For me, it used to be, I was on the treadmill for an hour after doing eight hours of therapy a day. He used to make fun of me, but that was my therapy. Hour being on the treadmill. It's where we met. Right. And it can be different for every other human being. And and I've given some examples already of things that I particularly um, resonate with. But it, it doesn't mean that that's your cup of tea. For you, it could be going and boxing. It, it could be playing those video games, right? You're pushing buttons for an hour. Whatever it is, fill that part of yourself with self-care. And here's my yoga twist. Uh, I'm also a yoga teacher. When you think about how you are working in detailing, there's a lot of bending forward. Mm-hmm. I see Michael doing a lot of this. Yep. So where's my posture? Where's my heart? It's aiming down. It is not open, is it? Right. So depression, this is depression. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> open the chest and the heart, lift the armpits. Where's the posture now? It's opened up. It's opened up. Right. So whether you're, whether you're bending over an exercise ball and hanging out or just simply holding this posture and walking around, open the armpits. I know we look crazy and weird and we, we walk around like this, right? Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, we look like idiots, but do that for 15 minutes and you're going to feel better. Let me tell you. Right, right. This is going to open up that counters depression. When anxiety is completely out of control, hand me a pillow. 
so this is just a, a, a random pillow. Anxiety lives in the diaphragm, right in the belly. Okay. Put a pillow, put a blanket, put a jacket, whatever you have available. Anxiety is sort of the, the digestive organs are the first brain. And so when you begin to quiet that, it's like, oh, okay, things are going to quiet down. Things are going to soften. Things are going to settle down. Children are in particularly really good at doing that. You see children kind of scooting into the corner of the sofa, getting all their stuffies around them, getting the blankets, wrapping <laughs> themselves up. That's anxiety. They are self-soothing. And you know what? It works. It works for adults as well. Yeah. Now, if that feels particularly weird, um, anything with exercise where you have a forward fold, where your head comes down below your heart, that helps. So this is my foot and these are my hands. Uh -huh. right? The torso is the rest of my palm. Any forward fold that helps quiet the organs is going to be helpful to quieting anxiety. If forward folds are not your cup of tea, lay on the floor with your belly on the floor. Bring enough of a, a hand stacking to lift your forehead so that you can breathe, right? Clear enough space for your nose. Right. Laying on your belly helps quiet anxiety. Hmm, that's good to know. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to try yoga. Yeah. I don't know if I'm flexible enough yet, but we'll get there. I'll tell you, Jason, I have a small 15-minute routine in the morning, <clears throat> one to stretch my tired old hamstrings out, but it's kind of it's kind of like a session for me to get myself ready for the day. And um, it works. It works. She it, it's it's if if you've never taken a yoga class, I would challenge you to take a yoga class because it's ugly ass work. It's a it's a tough workout. <laughs> tough workout. So <clears throat> what I did instead of taking her yoga classes, I developed my own. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, but it works. Everything she says works. Um, you know, you're lucky. You veterans are lucky. In my day, we didn't have all these tools. Trust me, I know how how lucky we are. I, I see it. I saw it today. I was at the VA today. I see it. I and I appreciate how lucky I am. I also am very appreciative that all the older veterans are are finally getting the help that they deserve. Yep. Yeah. When we came home, we were told to get a freaking job. That was our therapy. Mm -hmm. And get busy. And you know, it worked for some of them, but it didn't work for all of us. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And. And um, everything she has to say has helped me immensely um, in her subtle way. She has a different way of presenting it to me. And these sessions are good for me to sit there and listen to her. No, that's, that's good. Yeah. I, would, I got a sleep apnea test I got to take tonight. Oh, boy. Oh, stuff, man. <laughs> so, so, Jason. Well worth it, Jason. I know I was, it is. Okay. It took me a long time. I was getting 64 interruptions an hour. She'll attest. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I, right I now, am 
I'm anxious to see what the results are going to be. <laughs> yeah. So a bad case of sleep apnea is about 26. Oh, my God. Good Lord. And, and sleep. Yeah, I'm going to fail this. Again, yeah. again, for stress, sleep is your number one thing. It is. I learned a lot just from listening yeah. to our but the practitioner that was talking to me today about how I have a fat tongue. Like I was told I have a fat tongue and that could, ha that, that is part of sleep apnea. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I learned you know, a lot. So yeah, I know it's sleep is very important. Like she even tried to teach me about different sleep habits. Um, so I like last night I stayed up till four in the morning. I mean, I, I have, what, what what was called uh, sleep avoidance because I avoid going to sleep because I know what comes like mentally it's like in the back of my mind um, I don't do it on purpose it, it just happens so she said you know <clears throat> try what time do I go to bed I said between eight and nine and she goes, well, what time do you fall asleep I said well that you know between 12 and one so I'm laying in bed for about six hours without going to sleep so she said well try going to bed at 12 or try going into bed at one, then go to sleep. Because at my age, I only need six hours of sleep to be productive throughout the day and to get into a good rhythm, a, a good sleep rhythm. So uh, I, I, that that's probably one thing we should have talked about with sleep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Cause like I had, I just thought from like, I worked overnight for like seven years, whatever, you know? So I thought I just had natural sleep issues, whatever. And then I went to get my wisdom teeth pulled out and the dentist told my wife, he was like, your husband kept trying to like wake up out of the anesthesia because my tongue kept mm -hmm. rolling back. And that's when I was like, I just thought I just had bad sleep issues because same thing. I'd go to sleep at nine and I'd wake up at like one, two o'clock in the morning and I'd be staring, you know, like at the wall. And so since I couldn't sleep, I would get up at like four or something and I would walk the dog or whatever, like crazy thing I would do just because I couldn't sleep. And so I went and I got it done. And they, you know, like you said, I think I had like um, 28 or 30 interruptions. And I like, I was, I wasn't getting any type of sleep, but then I went and I got it done, dude. And it was just like, it's the best thing I ever did. Wow. And it's annoying to keep that on while you're sleeping at night. But I tell you right now, like they got me on, like, you know, they give me some medication, whatever. And, uh, and like, I got, I wear a mouth guard, but I, I didn't know what sleep was before you you'll love it man it, it helps out a lot yeah well they told me i gotta tape the the nose thing to my face i don't know how i'm gonna put tape on yeah, my face man. like i got this big bushy <laughs> thing you know, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to tape it to the top of my head <laughs> i wear i wear a full i wear a, i wear a full mask around my nose and mouth and mm -hmm. it goes around the top of my head and you know, you know, you guys both know, I just came, we just came back from Florida. My biggest stress going to Florida and my biggest stress going to MTE is nothing can happen to that sleep apnea machine mm. because without it, I don't sleep. Yeah. And do, you, do you put it in your carry on when you fly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Kinga had it. Fortunately, she knew the drill and she had my ass covered. <laughs> And we did well. Wives normally um, do. And and so when I go to MTE, you know, that that'll be connected to my hip. Yeah. You know, because without it, I don't sleep. I my 
I had major shoulder surgery three years ago. At least, uh, more. Three, four years ago. And my surgeon said, you know, not for nothing, dude, you quit breathing two times during surgery. Wow. You have a bad case of sleep apnea. You could have fixed now. He said, because next time I, and he had done my knee, then he did my shoulder surgery. Um, and he told me, he said, next time I operate on you, you're getting local because I'm not putting you out. Right. Nice. You know, wait, so you, you, wait, you were awake for some of your surgeries? No, 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 no. He no, said no. next time. I was, I no, was next time. Local. The next time he had to give me a surgery. Oh, Lord. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like, I no. can't put you out. You quit breathing. And I have a I, fat oh. tongue also. Whoa. Um, fat tongues unite, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. Listen, it's, 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 taking me, it's taking me all I can to not go to Walt Sanders <laughs> detailing after dark with all these fat tongue references. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, I went there. It didn't speak out loud to the neck practitioner, but as soon as she said it, I <laughs> so so in closing, I know Alex, you don't like these to go on beyond an hour. I have something to add that I think is really important. All I hear about in our groups is my goals, my goals, my goals, podcast, my goals, my goals, my goals. Goals are limiting. Okay, if yeah. you, Alex, you reached your goal in October, mm -hmm. a lot of people would have sat down. Right. Change your verbiage. Again, the communication, make them milestones. Your, your goal, set your goal way out. That's way out. Alex, I, I'm not going to go into your goal, but I can, I can define your goal when we're talking on the phone. The process is milestones getting there. Right. I build 20 to $100 million buildings. I don't, my goal is to finish it. My goal is the end date. I have right. milestones in between. Try setting milestones. Because one, goals are limiting and goals are hard on your head when you don't make them. Yeah. If you miss a milestone by three, four, five days or a month on your ledger sheet, you know you're a late, you're a month late on your milestone. You haven't failed. Right. Okay. And you also haven't limited yourself. Yeah. When you got to October and you made your goals, you just kept going. Right. We had several conversations about. Yeah. That. And and I think you're. I mean, I think you're kind of you're kind of right. I mean, I need to, to verbalize it a little bit more. I mean, I have a, you know, like you building your, your building. Right. So like my, my December, my December 31st goal is, is like you finishing a building right. and, every, and every month it's like, okay, you know, we're, we're trying to hit this milestone for this month. You know, Hey, right. we, we, we fell short, but you know what? We can make it we can make it up next month if we can. And some months, Hey, we hit the milestone and over, we kind of covered for this month. And that's like how we are, how I go to my goal. Right. Um, my goal really 
was brand new car. Michelle said, you need to make X amount of money if you want a brand new car. So my goal was my brand new car. So once I had hit the money I needed to be able to get my brand new car, then the rest of the year, I was like, okay, we can keep chucking along for this. And, and we're going to, and, and now it's just, it's just extra kind of deal. Cause I'm very, and it goes back to my car wash days. I'm a very numbers kind of guy. Like I, I do trends. Like I, I do monthly trends and I do yearly trends. I don't really do a weekly trend um, at the car wash. I would, you know, like, okay, well, we've done this so much on Monday, you know, times it by seven days, we should be here, you know, and I kind of do the same thing. I've done did this much for this month, you know, now times that by 12, this is my, this is where I should be. Okay. And then, and then as we, as we grow, my, my goal is for that number at the end of January for my 12 months to go up and up and up. Like I want it to go more and more and more as I go on, go along. So that's kind of how I do my, my goals, but I, I see your point, you know, set them as milestones versus, mm-hmm. versus a goal kind of deal. <clears throat> yes, ma'am. So one more piece is for um, those detailers who don't have quite as much um, business coming in, in the winter months, when it's much harder to make ends meet, diversify your source of dopamine. What does that mean? Well, if you typically work on cars, could during the winter months, would you be willing to take on a boat? If you have the space and the height, right? Depending on the size, mm-hmm. could you be doing something else that would mimic the similar source of dopamine that you get from working on the cars? Mm-hmm. If we can diversify where we get our juices met, where we fill our hearts, then when one, um, one river or stream runs a little more dry, we can just switch to the other one. Right. And Manny had, Manny had a good point about that of reaching out to body shops to see if they needed anything done. So, you know, body shops could always use a good detailer or whatever. So it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt to kind of do like what you're saying, try to diversify and maybe reach out to a body shop and see if they need somebody to come in and sub out some polish work or whatever. Yeah, and it's that was actually really because that wasn't like my intention to like go in there and like offer you know, like basic detailed services, but they were like, well, we were actually thinking of hiring a part-time guy, you know, to come and just wash cars real quick, you know, before we send them out. Right. And I was like, in my head, I was like, again, like I told you before, why would I turn down money? You yeah. know what I mean? It's a quick in and out job. I can get that done real quick. And I was like, I can absolutely take care of that for you. And so she took my cars and, and then, you know, I also thought I was like, I do ceramic coatings and stuff too. And she was like, a lot of people asking for that. Yeah. And so like, I gave her my card, the website. And I was like, I, I mean, I might not see that come full circle, who knows for a couple months, you know what I mean? I, I'm not sure, but you know what I mean? At least I put it out there. It's, um, plant, it's planting a seed. It's, like you said, like, yeah. And, and I'm just kind of like, you know, the same basic things like, um, you know, I even thought about like my wife works at a, a you know, an office, a corporate office. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm thinking I might just pull up, you know, on a Friday or whatever. And kind of like, no, that's not something I want to create as a regular. Like, I don't want to do it on the regular. Right. But if that's what I need to do to get me through, you know, hey, next we, month in February, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Um, you know, Nick talked about it on, 
on pints and polishing i mean office park car washes i mean you could make some serious cash at it i mean if it's a big enough place and you could handle the workload and you're going in and charging 50 bucks a car i mean think about it you know if you did 10 cars you know you did a full day of work and you could knock out 10 cars i mean that's 500 dollars in one day and all you're doing is you know 50 dollar you know, washes, interior vac, you yeah. know, windows and, and wash or whatever. There, that, there's nothing wrong with doing, you know, with doing that or, you know, at least even if you, if it's not something you want to do all the time, but maybe you say, Hey, look, I'll, I'll set, you know, one or two days out of my week and I'll go hit up these two businesses because I can make a quick, you know, 300 to $500 a day, just at those two places, you know, that's, that's not a bad deal yeah. to do either. Um, all right. Well, um, I, I appreciate everybody coming on, um, talking about this. Kanga, thank you so much for giving us your professional expertise. Um, I'll tell you what, there's, there's two podcasts episodes, um, that I've been really excited about, um, personally of, of what I give back to this industry. And the first one was, um, uh, when we did the health and wellness episode with, um, Levi Gates, Brian Guy and Walt Sanders, because I felt like that was information that those guys had had injuries or illnesses or things that had happened to them. That was very, um, relevant to our industry. Um, I felt really good about that episode, whether it did great or not, I don't go back and stress over them as much as I used to. Um, but that was, a, that was one that I felt very personally, like proud of myself for doing. Um, the second one is going to be this one tonight, um, because we all have, um, those times where we get a little, you know, in our head or depressed or down or stressed or whatever. Um, and hopefully by us doing this episode, we're, me being able to give back to the industry some kind of helpful information um so yeah this is this is definitely going to be probably my second most you know proudest moment of doing doing this detail this podcast series so i appreciate you guys all being on and being a part of it um kinga if, if anybody would like to maybe reach out to you um to get some kind of help or whatever where can they reach you at um you know that maybe where they can contact you and and try to you know find out about your services so uh they could certainly go to kinga condor k-i-n-g-a-k-o-n-d-o-r therapy.com and just remember i'm licensed in new york state only so although i'm happy to um, answer questions or guide and direct somebody in the right direction. If they were looking for something a little more than that, I can only work within New York state. Okay. That's fine. But you could probably maybe give them some ideas of places in their state city Absolutely. county or whatever that could possibly help them. Okay. Cool. Deal. Um, Mike, Thanks for the support as always back there looking handsome in that super cool yeah, shirt. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for our. No, I, and yeah. Our support and your support. 
listen, I, I appreciate you uh, offering the services um, of your wife tonight. Mm. Um, Which does not sound very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, what, this is what yeah. we really want to be about, you know. Right. Um, you know, we giving giving back is important to me at my age, and 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 it's important to Kinga at her age. I mean, right. we just want to give back, and we want to. You know, y'all have done so much for me um, through Paint Paint Assassins and through this podcast. Um, whatever we can do to give back and make more connections, like Manny, um, you know, uh, we're in. Yeah, whatever. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, and Manny, thanks for jumping on and giving us, you know, fresh perspective. You know, new guy mm -hmm. in the industry, um, the struggles of, you know starting a business because because what jason being a business owner is what what is it yeah it's hard it's hard it's hard it's hard, hard out it's there. a hard not life it is it's hard to be a pimp right it's hard or it's hard out there for uh, whatever. it's hard out here for a pimp yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah, no. um everybody thank you uh for before you get off and before you do your closing okay. statements <clears throat> the golden mike award Oh, why didn't you mention that earlier? Yeah, we got to get back. Because I forgot until now. This is such a great episode. It really okay. was. I am so proud of this episode. I'm I am very too. thankful for Kinga and my coming too. on. I'm not, I'm not going to meet you. for Manny. Yeah, I'm not going to get off and text you and say, I'm not sure about this episode. Yeah, you better not because I'll just straight up ignore <laughs> you. I'll just say, I'll just put the phone down and just, nope, I'm not hearing it tonight. Um, okay, so because Golden. This golden... is what's going to separate us from other podcasts <laughs> right so the golden this right here the golden mic award um <coughs> so mobile tech expo is doing um they're giving away two golden mics um for for two podcasts two? um oh. yeah yeah they're doing two uh, apparently you didn't listen last week when sheldon was on um yeah, uh one, right? yeah do what nothing okay um they're gonna be they're gonna be two awards they're gonna go to two podcasts more than likely it'll be one detailing one pdr um yeah. <laughs> so the if you guys can go to the website it's uh, mobiletechexpo.com backslash golden mic um and and just vote for us um the the way that the voting is really gonna go is not really so much who has the most votes, but it's the impact that the podcast made on you. So when you're filling out the form, they do ask you to do a little description. So, you know, if we've touched you in some sort of way, you know, please hopefully don't, please not, rephrase that. hopefully not inappropriately, you know, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta take oh. care of Walt with the uh, details after dark every now and then. Department. Yeah, there's no HR department here. We, we, yeah, there's, no, there's none of that. Um, but no, but if if we've made an impact in in your in your life or in your business, which I mean, I've been very fortunate enough to receive messages from from detailers all over the the country and the world. Um, you know, that have basically said, Hey man, you know, your podcast did this, your podcast did that. Uh, Manny was actually one of them. I mean, he listened to the day for Monty one um, talking about the the dealerships and he kind of got an idea. He had a, he had a, a, a way to talk to dealerships and he wasn't sure. So 
you know, he reached out and, and talked to me and then, and then you talked to Fermani too, I think, didn't you? Yeah. Um, and and, yeah, and was did. able to get some advice from both of us on how to approach that. So, you know, if, if, if we've helped you in any way, please, you know, just make it a glowing, um, you know, deal other than just, you know, putting, putting the detailed um, solutions of podcast name down. Um, Cause we would really like to win that first year out. Um, you know, you guys know, we've talked about it before. I just, I want, I want every award. So um, paint, paint assassin of the year. I mean, the voting's already done for that, but you know, hopefully fingers crossed um, paint correction of the year you know there's still time to vote me for that you know I, i'd love to rock the steve austin snakeskin belt because that's what i'll have jason build me if he uh if i do win it <laughs> um and then and then just like you know rock around with that little golden microphone would be pretty cool too um so yeah we're going for the trifecta this year uh is there anything else that i could win idea i we missed out on ida so can't get yeah, that yeah, we'll get that next year. Alex, uh, you need to spread some of your beautiful self-confidence to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, self-confidence, people, 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 uh, people say I'm a little bit uh, full of myself when, <laughs> when I talk like they this. Put it around. Share. I try. I try. Share and grow everybody with I, you. I'm I'm trying, trying. Y'all, y'all, I look, my my cape's big enough for everybody to hop on. I'll I'll pull everybody around. <laughs> Cause I'm, cause I'm still one foot on Aaron Knox's so between, between Aaron Knox and myself, we'll pull everybody around. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay. Do we have to mention anything else? Brent? Uh, uh, who the hell are you? Jason. Do we have yeah. anybody else? Yeah, anything else I, to mention? I'm, yeah, I'm just nobody, man. Yeah. I ain't going to get no golden I mic. I know. Just sit over there and laugh at my jokes. Ed, man. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate everybody. Um, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Merry Christmas or Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Yeah, whatever. Um, just Happy Holidays, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, and that's it. That's all I got. So, thanks, buddy. Have a good night. Thank you, guys. Right. You guys thanks, everybody man. Have a good night. Back. All right, it's a